What's going on? Welcome to the podcast. Got a question for you. Tired of not having good swag? Tired of your wardrobe looking bland? Need some heat when you hit the streets? I got that solution. Mmm. That aggressive M. Clean circle. The circle, if you will. You can always go to lsmclean.com. There's a link right there to my store. Mmm laced or you can always go to at McLean underscore circle on IG <clears throat> laced do yourself a favor go to the circle get this heat and I'm gonna do you a favor use code let's eat at checkout and I'm gonna say you some cheese because that's how I do the circle join it See you there. Now let's get started with this podcast. Hey yo, it's podcast time. <laughs> let's do it. Oh, I think. All right, we're all right. We're in. We're doing it. We're actually doing it. All right. Um, back again with another hopefully wonderful episode of Corner of the Circle podcast. I am your host, Ellis McClain, a.k.a. A.k.a. what? Joe Rogan. Bro Rogan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Black Joe Rogan. Um, I um, I have someone here that's very, very special, very near and dear to my heart. Um, Yo, she's been one of my friends for a long time, dude. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Uh. <laughs> We used to do the cheerleading thing together. Um, she broke my heart. I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> and vice of, versa. Oh, get out of here! <laughs> this, this is my intro. No, um, no joke, you guys. Um, there, there are very few people that, um, that I have in my life that you know that I, I really, really look up to, um, on, on, on a lot of levels. Um. She's one of the very few, when I say it's rarefied air, it's it's quite rarefied air. Um, when it comes to this young woman, I mean, she's an award winner. She, she's been a coach. Uh, she is a mother. She is a wife. She is a TV celebrity. She's been, she's literally been any and everything that you aspire to be. And right now she belongs to us. <laughs> however long she'll have us. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the one, the only Mrs. Denise Cabello. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Oh, you know, I, 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 I oh goodness. Um, Got me so, a little emotional. You know, a little bit of something, you know. Um, <laughs> so I I think, you know, it, it's it's so weird trying to be a host to a host. Uh it's it's so like in the back of my head, I'm like, man, I hope I don't mess this up. because uh, <laughs> you always feel like there's there's like, yo. Hopefully she's not judging me. And if she is, it don't matter because I'll delete it. Um, but no, I um I'm super happy that that you say yes to this, that that you're uh you know choosing to be a part of this. Um I only have a lot of things going on and uh I appreciate it. Um for those of the world, uh those are my number that live under a rock that don't know who you are, what you're about. Could you give us about a a minute rundown of who you are, you know, a little, little, little something, a little something, a little something. Um, well, first of all, I am honored that you asked me to be on your podcast. So exciting! Uh, and congratulations on your successfulness of life. Um, but there's probably a lot of people who don't know who I am because, um, well, LS and I were in the cheer world together. That's how yes, we got to know each other. After I left the cheer world, I went into television, local television in San Antonio. And so um, I worked in television for the last eight years. Um, and I, you know, I did my little climb and I was the co-host of a morning lifestyle show in San Antonio. And, uh, and I just recently stopped so the, the beginning of this year is like the first time that I haven't really had a job. I'm setting myself up really good. I'm unemployed. <laughs> so, uh, but it's for the first time since I was like 16. I haven't had a job just kind of like figuring out what's next. But yeah, 
it was a I was a cheerleading coach for a long time and then I was a television host for a long time and now and now who knows I mean now I mean let's let say being a mother is the hardest job on earth <laughs> oh yeah because it's true there it is boom. super hard like you, you know what I mean so you're actually you're actually you, you're working pretty hard right now yeah um yeah. but yeah like I man I don't I don't even know like it's so hard for people that haven't really done cheer or haven't been in the cheer world to kind of understand like really how yeah. it is um you tend to meet people people tend to come in and out of your life a lot in the cheer world so like so for you to, to be able to to even like cultivate any type of friendship that lasts more than you know two summers um that lasts more than you know two years even mm-hmm. um is it's it's a miracle in itself so mm-hmm. you know we've been friends for a long time and it's weird because even after you know you left cheer and i stayed in we still stayed friends and mm-hmm. you know still stayed in contact and i was like still be able to see you like you make your climb and everything i'm like yo i wish i could do that but it's a lot easier to do the podcast because I'm <laughs> ugly. Um, so there's like no. I don't know. It was just it was it was it's a lot of fun to 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 be able to kind of reconnect, man. And you know me, mm-hmm. I there's I don't think I do anything on a like like regularly. So I'm like you know rather than reconnect, I'm like hey, how's it going? Let's do it on podcast. <laughs> um, because you know because I do feel like you have such a just a dope story. Number one and number two, like you you know. I don't know that there's anybody out there that, you know, that, that doesn't believe in chasing their dreams. It's just how many people actually, actually take that opportunity. Like, you know, this is my dream. This mm-hmm. is something I want to do and I'm going to go after it. Mm-hmm. As long as I've known you, you know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's been a goal of yours. And you're one of the few people that set, you know, let's be 100. You're one of the few people that set a goal and you went out and made that happen, which is yeah. stupid, crazy. When you think about like, because, <laughs> What are the percentages of people like, like, hey, I want to play in the NFL. You never do it. Like, I want to be a professional Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. Never happens. So <clears throat> the fact that you set out to do what you did and you did it and you were but you Barry Sandered it, man. Like, all right. That's <laughs> what I gotta do. I'm out. I'll take that. Yeah. Sure. So like I yeah. It was really, it was, it was really cool. And of course, like those of our number that, you know, I mean, we had a pretty decent group. We all kind of stayed in contact. You know, I think to me, I think it was always cool to see how proud, how proud we are of each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Each other's accomplishments yeah. and stuff. And, you know, and still have those times like, man, remember the time we did that one camp? Oh my God, that was so dope. But dude, using what Denise is doing. Like, so it's always, <laughs> it's always really, you know, it's always really cool to see how everyone did and how everyone, you know, um, evolved those of us that chose to leave the cheer world now. And, and for those of our number that chose to stay in it, you know, I mean, look, you know, a lot of them did very, very well. Um, yeah. And so, I mean, it's just, it was one of those things where, you know, if, if you're able to, to meet and make friends, that's, that's one thing, but if you're able to make friends for a lifetime, that's mm-hmm. a whole different thing altogether. You know, so I've been able to, you know, just watch your evolution, man. You know, like I met you when you were like, you know, a, a little baby, a, a little young star. You know what I mean? Now you're a grown woman. with our lives. So yeah, man. I, you know, yeah. Back in those days, I didn't have any gray in my, me and my. Beard. I have some gray in here in my hair. That's dope. I like it? that. Yeah, I cool see stripe. you. <laughs> you earned your stripe. Look at you. Yeah, sure um, did. I earned every single one of those. <laughs> For real. So like, so now, you know, now that you're, you know, you're able to be at home and breathe because it seems like you're able to breathe. Um, and you know, yeah. it's, you don't have a deadline. You don't have to, you know, I think the coolest part, I think, uh, because when I left corporate America and you know, it's one, it's one thing to wake up that next morning, like, Oh, okay. So now what do I do? Because it yeah. happens, but when you leave and you're like, all right, now what do I do? Yeah. And you don't panic. Like, all right, you know what? Yeah. I do what I want. There's a, there's a piece, yeah. And, you know, to not have a deadline, to not, I, you know what? I, I was very fortunate because when I did work that regular job, I did have some pretty cool bosses. I did have some pretty cool superiors. But, bruh, to not have a boss, <laughs> to not have to answer somebody, or to not have a boss that's trying to impress another boss, yeah. Or to not be worried about, hey, corporate's coming. Yeah. I, the word corporate used to just make me sick to my stomach. The fact that I don't have to necessarily do that anymore. Um, and I have, 
a growing number of friends like yourself that, you know, are deciding to take, you know, it's weird to say it, but to take their life back, you know what I mean? Before it's too late, yeah. before time runs out. Um, because you see a lot of it happening, you know, older, you know what I mean? Like, oh, my, my, my mid fifties, you know what I mean? Like I'm going to retire mm-hmm. early. Or I'm going to do this. Like, you know, some people aren't doing it, you know, in their thirties, some people aren't doing it in their late twenties. Some people aren't doing it in the early forties. Like they're, you know, like, so w- when you put yourself in a position to where you can and you do, mm-hmm. and you have all that life to live and you, you know, you have all that life uh, talking about the little ones to, to influence. Um, it's, man, it's gotta be like a liberating feeling, man. And so I, For you know, sure. I've seen so many of my friends do it. I'm like, man, why can't I do that? Why can't I do that? Well, you can't fool. You just chose not yeah. to. Um, yeah. The fact that you chose to do it, I mean, and, you know, and you're here to talk about it and, you know, and you're still in good spirits and you're still smiling. Like, you know, I, you know, I think sometimes people forget, like, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. You got to work to eat. Working is good. Working isn't life. And, you know, yeah. setting the goals, accomplishing those goals and moving on to the next, dude, that's what's up, you know? And, you know, I, I think the coolest thing that I've learned over the years, um, especially from my daddy, man, he always says, like, you have more time than you think you have. And it's okay. It's okay to, you know, to not have an answer. It's okay not to have a, a destination right now. You have more time than you think you do, you know, yeah. and I'll be damned, man. You know, no, no sooner did he say that, and like, you know, you're right, pops, I'm out. And <laughs> I, you know, and, 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 you know, I started my own, you know, new, new adventure. So, I mean, I, to say that I'm proud of you is like probably the biggest understatement ever. Um, <laughs> I'm, I think more, more than anything, I'm happy for you because I, I know I've been where you're at right now. And yeah. I know, I know in a couple months from now, I, at least for me, I hit this moment. I was just like, oh my God, I'm so happy. <laughs> like, Well, I, I feel like we left the cheer world under similar circumstances. Well, you're yeah. still kind of in the cheer, cheer world, but like for me, what was a big moment was getting to the point where I valued myself more than I needed this job right and so and that's kind of like in both my careers that happened to me so like in the cheer world I worked for I worked for for them for like seven eight years or something and it ended terribly Mm -hmm. like it was just like I like I I I put all that time in and none of it was seen is what it felt like you know what I mean and so I got to the point where I'm like why am I still doing this and working so hard and not getting any reciprocation, not getting anything out of it. Yeah. And then, and so when I left, it was like, when I left, I mean, that was like, I don't know, early, late twenties. Yeah. So it was like, Oh gosh, what, what now? That was a, that was a scary moment for me because I, I had only done cheerleading. And so I did not know what was next, but I remember like, when I was very young, I always said I wanted to be Oprah Winfrey. Yes, and ma'am. so I remembered that. And then uh, I had done some internships in college with right. uh, with TV. And so I remembered that. And so I was like, okay, let's give it a shot. Let's go for it. And um, to get into an internship, I couldn't get a job without having experience. Right. I needed an internship to get, get experience. experience. I needed to be in college to get an internship. I had already graduated yep. at that point my, with my bachelor's. And so I, I went, I got into a master's program to get into an internship in television. <laughs> and so I would, and, but I mean, even at that, I was like the old intern, like I was, I was in my master's. And so like, there was all these little ones that are super young and super cute running around. Right. And here I am like the old intern. But, um, but just like hustle, 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 but it went through that same thing. So mm-hmm. like in television, I started off as an intern. I then became a part-time production assistant right. running one, running a camera. Those like huge studio cameras. I was running one of those. And then I became a part-time editor 
for two shows. Then I became a part-time associate producer for two shows. Then I finally got full-time after that. I had been like reporting since since my production assistant days. So I would go set up my camera and then go report and then come back. And so I had done that. And then it finally gets to the point where I was full-time and I was a producer and I was a reporter for two shows. And then it got to the point where I was a producer and a co-host for one show. Uh, No, I was a producer for two shows, co-host for one show. And I did all of that. And it was very satisfying to do that. You know what I mean? Like to do that climb and to like hustle and work and get there. It was very satisfying. But at the end of my career, it hit that same point. I'm like, I'm giving more than I'm getting. I'm getting paid for one job, but I'm doing three. Uh, And overworked, underpaid and just, and not invested in, you know, like that, that little moment where they're like, you know, I see you doing your work and I am appreciative, appreciative of it. Sometimes that doesn't happen, you know? Yeah, and so it finally, it, you know, after all that, like I love, I loved my job and I loved what I did, but it got to the point again where it was like, no, no, no I value myself more than what I'm getting. And so exactly. it's just like, you know, like sure, being on TV seems like it's very glamorous yeah. and it can be sometimes, but um but it, I mean, it was a lot of work and Absolutely. it wasn't all, you know, it's not all this glamour, especially in like a, like a mid-sized local level market. Like right. when you're in New York and LA, you get your hair and makeup done. Like yeah. I didn't, I was doing my hair and makeup, you <laughs> yeah. know? And so it's like, I mean, it got to the point where it's just like, okay, I'm, I feel like in, in these careers, I grew to like a maturing point and to like a value point right and if if there's I mean that's a hard point to get to though to realize like if they're not going to give it to you then you've got to go like you can't you can't stay you know like if they're not going to value you you've got to find out what's next you know absolutely that's a hard point to get to I think I mean at least from 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 what I gather, um, I think everyone, you know, I guess at least hearing, you know, what what you're saying and, and, and hearing like just your growth and everything, a lot of it just seems that it, it comes from knowing your knowing your self worth, like knowing what yes. you're worth, knowing what yeah. you bring to the table, um, and and absolutely knowing that you know what, I know. I know the type of worker I am. I know the type mm-hmm. of person I am. I know what I give. Um, if that cannot be reciprocated, and honest, I don't think people understand how simple a pat on the back is. How, yes. how, hey man, thank you so much. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, thank you so much has kept me at a job for at least another six months. <laughs> I'm not even lying to you. Um, you know what I mean? And then, yeah. obviously, it's cool to be given the words, but if you're not showing me the greenbacks, like, hey man, listen. We appreciate what you're doing. By the way, I mean, we don't really have much. You know, you already know what our budget's like. We're going to give you extra 20 bucks. Ugh, that's trash. But <laughs> at trying. Like, at least yeah. show me that I matter yeah. to you any, in any way possible. Now, mm-hmm. like, not to say that's going to keep me around, but to know that, you know what, they value me to the point yeah, yeah. that, like, at least they're trying. Um, but the, the biggest thing, man, is, you know, especially, I mean, I, I'm, it's, it's really cool because I'm, I know a lot of my a lot of my cheer girls are gonna probably listen to this, so I'm excited for them listening to this because um, one of the things that I mean, at least I try to do with a lot of them when we have our one on ones, because you know me and I like to have my one on ones with my, with my little <laughs> girls, uh, is you know talking about self worth, talking yeah. about the value that you have. And it, I mean, obviously, I mean, we're talking about a career here. We're talking about two, you know, um, two fulfilling jobs that had their that you know they ran their course and I yeah. Mean, and you know what? And they did they did for you what they needed to do. They got you to mm-hmm. a point that you're like, all right, you know what? Thank you. Now I mm-hmm. now it's I'm on to the next. Mm-hmm. Um 
with 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 a lot of my young ladies, man, you know, a lot of it is this, you know, it may not just be a job. It may be a relationship that they're, that they're in. It might be, hey. you know, some friendships because I mean, yeah. friendships right now, friendships can be just as toxic as a bad relationship. Yes. So, you know, for them to know the worth, like, do you know the type of friend that you are in comparison to those friends that you're with? Do you know the type of, you know, girlfriend you are in, you know, as opposed to your boyfriend? Are you being equally yoked? Do you, mm-hmm. you know, do you have somebody that values you as much as you value them? And mm-hmm. especially in college, man, you see it over and over and over. They get in these trash relationships with these trash people, <laughs> and they treat them like trash, but they just keep holding on to it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I'm like, dude, I'm telling you from the experience of a trash dude. I'm telling you right now, I was a pos. I'm telling you right now, that dude's playing you. Yeah, yeah, he's playing you. You know what? Okay. All right. So, all right. You know what? Don't even tell me what he's doing. I'll tell you what he's doing. Oh my God. That's <laughs> and here's what exactly. he's going to do next. <laughs> here's what he's going to do. You know what? You probably don't want to hang out with old girl because she's probably trying to holler at him. I'm just telling you right now. Your friend's kind of cute. She's probably going to, he's probably going to holler at her. She's probably going to holler back. She's <laughs> letting you know right now. You know what I mean? It's like, teach these babies. Got to teach you got them. to. Listen, it's <laughs> the older you get, it's at least as a man, the older I get, the more I realize like, Hey man, I, I did this to someone's daughter. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? And 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 I knew I was going to do it. You know what I'm saying? Even worse, I knew I had the capability and the power to do it. You know what I mean? I'm like, you know what? This girl is feeling me. Yeah. I'm going to go ruin her life real quick. Just on some just, just dumb. You know? And then you you look back on it. You're like, yeah, you know what? If funny. I could go back and be like, hey, mama, I am sorry. Yeah. But there was a well, couple times, like, I was like, yo. I really like there's a couple there's a couple and I was like I really want to be with this girl but I don't think she takes me that serious you know what I'm about to get in and out I, I can't stay too long like <laughs> you just don't like dudes we're just you know I mean I mean they say females are complicated which I mean from the male perspective you are but dude as guys we're so fickle and just weird about you know especially about relationships and and mm-hmm. and, and emotions because you you know I mean because obviously our our little dumb brain still are maturing. <laughs> it's, it's just so much. It's, oh my God, so crazy. But like, I think about all these things, you know, about knowing my worth and knowing what I bring to the table and, you know, in the combination, you know, coupling with what you're saying about knowing your worth and knowing what you bring to the table and knowing when it's time to, you know, to hang it up, to move it on to the next thing. And I'm like, man, I hope my girls watch this so they understand like, you know what? Anyone needs to know and can know when it's time to make that move. Okay, because you said that, like, if your girls are listening to this, which I hope that that's beautiful if they are, because they're supporting you and that's sweet. But if they are, and if any of them want to go into television as a career, I completely encourage it. Like, I loved my career in television. It was super fun. It was amazing. You're going to work hard. You're going to be told no. You're going to cry. And then you keep going, right? But what I will say is what I don't think I, what I probably would have done is uh, moved around more. So I, I did that whole climb at the same station. Mm. So they knew where they had me, you know what I mean? Like they started, Uh. like they started my, my part-time salary. They knew what they started me at. So they knew every step of the way how far they could push me. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I so I would, en- I would encourage if you go into TV, you get that experience and you're going to have to do like the, the reality of it, especially the way the TV industry, the local television industry is going is you're doing multiple jobs mm. for the price of one. It, that's just kind of the trend. So you're going to do that to a point. So my advice would be is set those boundaries, like set a a static time where you're like, okay, I'll do this for uh, six months. I'll do this for a year, whatever. Like I'll allow myself to, to be underpaid for that long, but then I'm moving and I'm going to whatever the next best thing is. And it probably won't be with the same station. So be prepared to move around wherever it is, you know, because like you'll go to some small stations around the country and then you'll build to where you need yeah. to be. But be prepared to do that. I think that that really helps find success because if you're coming into a new station with this experience, you can leverage that to ask Absolutely. for more money, obviously. So that's my advice for that. 
And then can I give some advice on relationships? Please go. Please do. This is your <laughs> I, Go for it. Yes, sir. Podcast going pretty good so far, right? Right. Now, this particular portion is going to be brought to you by Virus International. Dude, some of the dopest performance wear in the game. I got all the stuff from shorts to leggings to shirts to sweats. They got it all. Hats, socks. Hey, they even got singles. So, if you want to raise your game up a little bit, it might be time to go to Virus. Now, you can go to Virus a few different ways, okay? Number one, you can always go to virusinternational.com. Right there, V-I-R-U-S-I-N-T-L.com. Boom, and you'll be right there. Or, you can always go to Virus on IG. Just type that in, and guess what? You're going to find them. Or, you can go to ellismclean.com. I said that right? No, I didn't. ellismclean.com. And you'll be able to go to the bottom of the page, and there'll be a link there that links you to virus. Now, and again, if you want to save some money, just use the code Let's Eat 10, 10% off at the end of checkout. Boom, you're good to go. Help your boy out. Virus. You know what it is. Let's get back to the show. I've always want I this I said this to one of my girlfriends not too long ago. She asked me, uh, how you know someone is the one right like how did you how do you know your how did I know my husband was the one and I don't think that's the way that you should look at it because in reality there are a lot of the ones like my my husband was married before me to she who shall not be named that's what I I call her but um (laughs) that is so (laughs) that is right I hope that one of our friends is listening and watching me because that is such a Denise thing to say. <laughs> oh my God. Uh-huh. Do you see my, my little lightning? My oh little my lightning God. That is the most but... Denise thing you've said this whole <laughs> podcast. But <laughs> Golly. It comes out every once in a while. Oh but, my God. But I say that because there are lots of the ones. Mm. Um, and that's how like love continues, you know, after divorce, after uh, the loss of, uh, you know, a husband, a spouse, a wife, whatever, right. a significant other, you always find love. So there Absolutely. are multiple the ones. I think it's more for me, what it was looking at was me being ready, me being in the right headspace, me being there to know that because so what LS didn't tell you is back in our cheer days, I was a little bit of a party girl and I liked to party and I didn't like to settle down. And so I never thought I was going to like, I <laughs> legitimately never thought I was going to settle down. And so it took me getting to the point where I hadn't had, couldn't acknowledge the relationship, have enough respect for the relationship and then decide that, that's how I was going to be. I like, and it's almost a daily decision. You decide that you're going to be committed to this person and then the rest of it falls into place. Cause if you are waiting for this fairy tale to last 60 years of your life with someone, like, I mean, that doesn't happen anymore. And even when it did, like I think about my grandparents' generation, like my grandparents were together for like 60 plus years, right? Before my my grandfather passed away. But even that, like they met at like 16 or whatever. Yeah. Even that fairy tale relationship had so many struggles. Yeah, to like, sure. you know, to the point where like it from the like thinking if I was in that relationship, I probably wouldn't have stuck it out that long. You know what I mean? And so you can't rely on a, on a fairy tale. Yeah. No, there isn't the one. There's a being in the right uh, headspace for a relationship and deciding that you're gonna you're gonna do it. Yeah. For me, it's a big thing about like I'm deciding I'm gonna stick with it. I'm deciding Absolutely. that I'm gonna continue this. I and think, that I think I just decided at one point that like rather than trying to find the one, I was going to be the one. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I like that. myself to, you know, yeah. because I mean, at the end of the day, man, you know, I've always, you know, 
I'm, I've always been the type. Of, I mean, I'm gonna pray over it. You know what I mean? But then I'm gonna believe it's yeah. gonna happen. But at the same time, I've got to make sure I'm ready on my end. Because what yeah. if? Be you know what I mean? What if the, the that person just walked right past me? What if I met that person? What if I met those people and I'm just not ready to rock? Because I mean, let's be 100. Like there might be some people that are completely prepared to be my 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 north star that are completely prepared to be with me <laughs> to you know to, to help me be the, the the best version of myself that I can be and I'm over here just uh, just a, a, a bucket of trash not ready to rock <laughs> um and so and I've let yeah um, I've kissed a lot of frogs dog and unfortunately I've been that frog it's been <laughs> yeah I've been that frog so you know one day, I mean, at least as a man, you just get tired of being a frog, bro. Like, I'm tired of being, you know, I'm tired of, like, you know what I mean, dating these chicks only for them to find the next dude and them get married. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I mean, to, to date a girl only if I'm like, yo, thank you so much, because I figured out what I didn't want. And I'm like, oh, say word! So I, I'm, <laughs> so I'm the, glad. Yeah, so I'm, that, I'm, I'm that stepping stone. Okay, man, yeah, appreciate yeah. you. So, cool. you know, like, you, you know, at some point you just get tired as a man of being you know, being that dude looking for the ones, so you start trying to work on yourself to be the one. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I would, I would love to sit here and pretend like I have all the answers. I do know this. I do know that I've never been in a relationship and been happier when I, you know, when I wasn't happy with myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never, you know, True. I've never been in a relationship, you know, and 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 really enjoyed my significant other if I didn't enjoy who I was as a man. I know that. Uh, so like, well, maybe there's something to this whole, Hey, maybe I need to be a better person for myself. <laughs> I can be pretty decent for someone else. I mean, oh, I sure. do believe that you're, you know, I mean, you're going to attract the type of vibe that you put out. You are going to, you know, you're going to attract that type of person that you are. Uh, if you have, you know, if you have, at least for me, when I was at my lowest point and had my lowest, you know, point self-esteem, I tend to attract those type of people that, you know, kind of preyed on that type, you know, yeah. what I mean? like I yeah. just really didn't, when I didn't think much of myself, I tend to get those type of girls that, that lean toward that type, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah. I love crazy girls, bro, because I was crazy as a damn self. <laughs> so, like I, you know, and then the, the day came, I was like, you know what, man, I know that I'm better than this, therefore I'm not going to accept anything better than what I yeah. feel I am as a man and it, everything changed. Um, I I tried to save a lot of men. Like, please I, speak on this because I know your girls are are doing the same thing. I tried to save a lot of men and or boys, I should say, and turn them into men, and that's not how it works. Nah, man. It it first of all, it shouldn't be that difficult. Mm-mm. Second of all, they're they're not going to change for you. And that doesn't say anything about you. Like that's their thing. Yes. You, if you can't get someone to change, that's not because it's, it's any, anything spoken about you. No. That's their thing. That's where they are. And this, I, I mean, this like ridiculous desire that a lot of, especially young girls have to like save someone to turn them into who they think, that he, you know, he or she should be for them. Like, it's just, it's not, it's not worth it. And it's not going to happen though. No, <laughs> they're not, man. they're not going to change for you, I but just, that doesn't mean anything about you. Just no, move it, it on. Do, it's, it's, it doesn't reflect on you at all. Yeah. Um, what does reflect on you if you stick, if you choose to stick around with a person that clearly has no intention of, of, of working for the better, you know, the betterment yeah. of themselves or you, yeah. um, that's when it starts like, you know what? Then you can start doing this. Like, what am I doing wrong? What's yeah, going yeah. wrong? Just sticking around with this yeah. turd. And the thing is, you already know that the guy's a piece of shite, but you <laughs> stick around because you're trying to change him. I feel yeah. like I see the potential in him. You know what? And maybe people have given up on him. I'm not going to give up on him. Or whatever yeah. it is that you have to tell yourself, guess what? Because this dude's giving up on himself. You can't, yeah. you can't change somebody that doesn't want to change. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and and you're not quitting them either no, though like not. that's the thing like i mean i think that there does have to be a certain except, extent where you separate yourself from Absolutely. them because that toxicity can really get into you quickly so you yes, have ma'am. to be vigilant about that but you're not quitting them like no. that's that's not it either like you just have to realize that it's okay to not be able to change someone and it's okay to let them go yeah. also like that's not you're not quitting them you no. you're just putting yourself first that's no. also okay 
Well, what I what I've seen a lot a lot of times happen, you know, and it's it it, you know, I me, mean? I'm a baby. I cry about everything, man. But yeah. sometimes, yeah. what you know, in that in that drive from from San Marcos to New Braunfels, that little 15 minute drive, I do a lot of crying, man, over some of my girls. You know, um, I've done yeah. it over years so many times. But one of the things that always tended to break me down was literally seeing them working so hard to try to change a dude. And the the guy being so toxic or the relationship being so toxic that they're in, and you literally see them changing Mm -hmm. right before your eyes. And sometimes they see it, sometimes they don't, but because of the, with that person. And I mean, here's the thing, what people forget about just the whole idea of toxicity, you can have a full tank of fish and have one dead fish in that tank and it affects the whole tank it doesn't it doesn't need a lot you can have one 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 worm in a basket and it messes up the whole thing like it doesn't take a lot one grain of salt can make a whole thing like yeah it's just it doesn't take a lot for a toxic person person to 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 really you know alter your life they don't mess it up so you know so to speak but they can they can alter the way that you behave because love is such a powerful thing and the idea of love is is just as powerful and you want to be with that person so badly this is both men and women you want to be with that person so badly you want it to work so badly and you know you may have heard it enough from people to be like hey you know what that he or she's not good for you and so for some reason that 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 negativity that you've you've received towards relationship, it almost brings you closer towards wanting to make it work with that person. It's us versus the world, Bonnie and Clyde. People forget Bonnie and Clyde died at the end (laughs) because they forget that. You know what I mean? But like, but, but like you- funny. But you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I want Romeo and Juliet. You forgot, they both died at the end (laughs) because- You know what I'm saying? Like they're, you know, I mean, it's just- you want to make it work so badly and you tend to lean into that person this that much more you can go weeks months even without talking to your friends and family because you're with that person so much and you you know it's it's not necessarily a bad thing but when it starts affecting how you perform how you act mm-hmm. how you know how you behave how you treat those around you and people notice it bro sometimes it, it's not them versus you yeah you know what i mean and so that's the part that always hurts my heart, man, because I see it happen over and over, especially doing college cheer. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see it at least three, four times every year. And in yeah. my heart, I pray, God, please don't let this happen to her. This girl is a great girl. She's got yeah. a great heart. Please don't let her heart be tarnished by this fool. This dude's an idiot. And me being, if I were the LS of old, <laughs> I have no problem saying I beat a lot of college kids' asses, man, when I found out they were being trashed toward my girls. I don't even care. And when I got to more like, hey man, I'm like, I can't be a 30 plus year old man beating up on these little 18, 19 year olds. Then I would call my homeboys, hey man, there's this little dude out there, man, putting his hands on my girl. I need you to handle that. Like, and now it's That's one of those wild. things where it's just I, you just one, you just want the best for the people that you love, and they mean so much to mm-hmm. me. But you know, but you see it over and over and over. Like, you know, maybe maybe it'll be different. Maybe it'll be different. Maybe if I say something, maybe if I focus more. On, on on them as, as human beings, as women, as young women, as developing young women, then just as athletes, maybe they'll see like, hey man, if, if at the very least, I know that my dad loves me, I know that my grandpa loves me, I love my uncles, love me. I know the men in my family, that my blood relatives, I know they love me, yeah. but I have this little short black dude, every time I go to practice, he loves on me like, yeah. like I, I might not show up again tomorrow. He mm-hmm. treats me like a, a, a woman every time he sees me, he tells me that I look nice. He tells me when I do well. He pats me on the back. He asks about my grades. He asks how my family's doing. This guy treats me like a human being every single time he sees me. And my boyfriend doesn't even do that. Yeah, yeah. He asks me how my day goes. And my boyfriend, you know, we've been together three years now. And he barely even talks to me. That's sad. Um, like, huh. but it, you see it over and over and over. So I'm like, okay, well, I not, may not be able to change your mind, but maybe you'll see like, hey, man, if this dude cares about me to the point He's always acting how I'm doing. He's always trying to make sure, like, why is the one, the man that says he loves me every day, why does he do this? You know, and mm-hmm. so, you know, if anything, while Pops isn't around, I'll, let me set the standard. You know what I mean? Um, I just feel like that positive male role model that, you know, that 
that we as men definitely need in our lives, that same positive male role model is needed in, in these young women's lives, man. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's just, I don't know, man. I, you know, but it, it, at the same time, it, again, we circle back to you on how, you know, you have that, you, you know, um, and, and certainly, you know, you've always known your worth. And even in those times that, you know, you, I can speak from experience, even in those times that you may have been in your party states, you still like, bro, like I can honestly tell you, I've had many conversations like, nah, bro, not the D's, nah, she don't borrow that, bro. Nah, just, <laughs> nah, she, nah, she don't, nah, Denise is different, bro. You probably want to move on, move around. Like, so it's, you know, like it's, it's never been one of those things where like, you know, you were a pushover or whatever, but it was even, even if you didn't know what you want, you wanted, you knew what you didn't want. You know what I'm saying? And so a lot of times, uh, Bob, like some of my, my, some of this ladies in general, men and women in general, you may not know exactly what you want, but you can definitely identify the things that you don't want. That's uh, great. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah. so again, you know, we circle back to you. We circle back to you knowing your worth. You know what you don't want. I don't want to be treated like I'm just another person here. I want to be, I want to be treated as if I have value because I know my value. And I shouldn't have to beg, borrow, and steal and scrape and scratch for you to see the value that I bring. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to think that there's value added every time I step into the building. If you don't see that, then I got to move around to where that is. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And the crazy thing is, <laughs> you will never have to be in front of a camera. You will never have to be in front of a, a, another set of eyes. And as soon as you walk in that door, there's going to be someone like, I love you so much. Everything you do is amazing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, there's something about family that just, just, you know what? Everything in the world, time out, time out, time out, time out. Somebody thinks I'm a star as soon as I walk in the yeah, room, yeah. no matter what. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, I feel like, you know, that's that's always the, the thing that, you know, even, even here you, you speak, like, I think, you know, like sometimes, you know, I'm not saying that you forget, but I think that sometimes people forget, like, you know what? While maybe out there, you know what I mean, in the 210, these people saw me as a star. And when I gave all that up, like, oh, man, well, there goes that. But there's still somebody, like, as soon as you walk into it, like, mommy, what's up? You're the star. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just, that's yeah. one of the things, man, that, 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 I, that, that I pray over all the time. Like, you know what, yeah. dude? You know, if and when I have my kids, dude, I'll be able to walk into it, like, what up, daddy? What's going on? Like, because I know how I was when my dad walked in the door. Every time my dad walked in the door, I was like, what's up, daddy? What's going on? <laughs> I don't know why this is my thing. But, daddy, what's going on? But I just, I know that's got to be one of the dopest feelings ever. Yeah, and it's pretty great. I think, I think, you know, at the end of the day, not that that's everyone's goal, but for a, quite a few of us, that's our ultimate goal is to have an awesome family, to have some awesome little ninos walking around, you know what I mean? Little that love you and that you love. I said it. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say little Negroes, but whatever. Oh, um, <laughs> You're speaking about my family. No, little like, Negroes. First of all, you, you know my, my second family is Mexican. Thank you very much. Uh, but yeah, like I, I always thought to myself, man, like, you know, if this is, you know, obviously wherever position I'm in, like, this is good. But if it gets better than this, Oh my gosh, I need to go find that. Yeah. And you know, that's, that's that's where I'm at right now. Like, dude, where I'm at right now in life is pretty dope. But I do know that it can get better. So I need to go find that. Um, and you know, I think it's it's always cool being able to do podcasts and talk to people because I'm like, you know what? I'm not the only one that feels like I need to do better. Yeah. I can do better, I can find better. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you know, to hear you say it, like, you know what, that's cool. Now I'm on to the next thing. I'm like, yes what's up and the thing is because it's so weird because it's like i you don't know you like i know you you know what i'm saying well, you know you but like i know you and knowing like denise like i know this like oh my god she's gonna kill it whatever she's gonna <laughs> and so it's like all right cool her let me know what she figure out so i can be like right, that's what she's doing now like <laughs> i just you know I, I will openly admit, I mean, and, and the, the dudes that I kick it with now, they'll let you know, like, I make it an absolute habit of surrounding myself with the dopest people that I can. Um, because I know that I need that inspiration from people around me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I tend, I mean, with your prime example, I tend to hold on to those people that I super duper value. Um, 
for whatever reason, and I find a way to almost like I'm almost like a roach, bro. You think your house is super clean, <laughs> and I come out like, hey, like... Let you know I'm here. <laughs> let you know I'm here. Like, while you may not see me every day, you may not hear from me every day, but every now and again, I'm gonna keep like, hey, remember me to let you know I'm here. <laughs> Um, and I do that with quite a few of the people that I really, really value. Of course, you being one of those. Um, no matter what, you know what I mean? Like, I'll find a way to get like, oh, bro, who uses Facebook? I certainly don't. But every now and again, I'm like, hey, ha, 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 that was funny. <laughs> oh, you got IG? What's your IG? Let me find out. Like, I'm going to find my people. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's, it's always good, you know, it's always good to see the people that you value. You know what I mean? Value themselves as much as you value them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I yeah. think... For me, that's super encouraging because, you know, I just, I know, I just know how, like, as long as I've, I've known you, you've always been a hard worker. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, sometimes, because I think we've had a couple of discussions back in the cheer days, like, bro, they're not showing you the love they should be showing you. You know what I mean? Like, because I think at that time they were showing me stupid love. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't understand why I'm not showing you. And I mean, I, I'll admit some of it was like me just being selfish. Like, you know what? I'm gonna go to this camp. Why aren't you on this? You need to be on this camp with your boy. This is stupid. Why they're not showing you love? Like you gotta go do a private camp. Mm. Private so like, camp. Oh man, oh, like God. so, like yeah, dude. I just like a lot of, a lot of times, man. Like you, you know. It, and again, if if there's a lesson to be learned out of all this, is if you have good friends that have your back that hold you down, hold on to them because they are very, very, very few and far between. That's yeah. for sure. That is yeah. for sure. Um. The older you get, the smaller your little friend circle gets. But it's, already, I mean, it's quality. It's it's That's, absolutely quality. You know, like, yeah. you know, I mean, if you know, it's it's just weird, man. You know, and you'll go through a million relationships, dude. But those friends that had your back, those same people will still be there, mm-hmm. making fun of you for the dumb decisions that you made. Yeah. But they ain't going anywhere. Um, yeah. And so, and it, you know, for 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 my girls and for any young woman, young man that's listening to this, man, that's trying to figure out, like, hey, man. Are my people my people? Bro, if you have to ask yourself if your people are your people, then they're probably not your people. They'll reveal it. They're, yeah, I, mean, I mean, they're going to show it to you. Yeah, they, they That's always That's another do. thing. You don't, have to, you don't have to try so hard with it. When you find your people, you, Already, you know same it. Same thing yeah. with relationships. Yeah. All the best ones I've ever had, it, was, it wouldn't even work. You didn't have to try. Mm-hmm. You just you showed up. You were just with them, and you loved it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what's up guys thank you guys so much for listening or watching this podcast depending on what form of media you're using number one thing i want to let you guys know about i need you guys to go check out bear performance nutrition one of the greatest best tasting supplements out there and rule number one they're very 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 clean so if you're an athlete get tested guess what vpn is what you need to use now you can either go to bearperformancenutrition.com to check them out and or can go to IG and go to at BPN subs or if you just don't want to do any of that and you want to just find an easier way to go to that well I got it you can always go to lsmcclain.com and there's a link on the page that you can get to bear performance nutrition now at checkout I need you to use this code use the code let's eat and you'll save at the end of checkout thank you guys very much let's get back to the show It was, you know, I mean, and there was, you know, there was always support. And that's the thing I, I, I think I, I left out talking about earlier because I was just hyped. If you're in a relationship with anyone and you don't feel the support, bro, they're not, they're not, they're not for you. Mm-mm. I'm telling you right now, if at any point, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, let's be 100. Like, very seldom are you really, you know, if you're a part of something that, that you feel is bigger than you, if you're a part of something that you feel is amazing and that person that you're with, if they're showing you support, they're going to be like, hey, man, hey, you know, it's time. Isn't it time for you to go to that meeting? Hey, isn't it time for you to for this? Hey, you know what? Um, your whatever your tumbling was trash. Don't you think you need to go to the gym? Work <laughs> or, hey, I think it's time to go. To the gym. Hey, don't eat that. I thought I thought you were trying to, you know, get shredded by summer. Hey, remember, you know what I mean? Like you have a, a support system. You know, and yeah, yeah. usually your significant other is usually the number one person in that support system, mm-hmm. especially with mm-hmm. dudes. If you got your, yeah. oh my God, if you're and right, they're not intimidated by your success. If no, someone man. is not wanting you to reach your success, yeah, they're not dude. the person. Like you can, I can tell you as a man, I will tell you straight up when I'm supportive of my girl, I am her biggest, biggest fan. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you know, if she's doing something I don't really think is dope, I'm like, hey, listen, I think it's whack what you're doing. But I mean, if it makes you happy, I got you, whatever. But if it's something that I really feel like, man, I don't like it. 
I I get I show no love. I'll be the yeah. first to admit that. So like if if you're with a person, you know, I mean, and I know with with guys, we're just spoiled from the jump because a girl can literally hate what you're doing, but the fact that it makes you happy, she'll so how you're back. Like, hey, you know, I know you're not supposed to be going on this shooting spree, but you just, you know, I know you've been to gun range, you've been working so hard. You know what? Okay, you like the a woman will have your back knowing you are dead wrong, mm-hmm. but they'll still have your back. That's fine. Dude, yeah. Dudes, nah, bro. We we're so fair weather. Like, you know what I mean? We're the word. We're we're hella fickle. But I mean, at the end, I guess the moral of the story is get you somebody that's gonna have your back no matter what. And if For they sure. don't, you don't need them. And that's the same thing with your friendships, man. Like those friendships are gonna outlast any relationship. If the relationship mm-hmm. happens to last as long as your friendships, guess what? You probably, you know, you're probably gonna end up with somebody that I mean, you fall in love with your best friend. At least that's that's you know what I mean, that's that's the way I look yeah. at it. So yeah. I mean, and, and if they they're not by the time you know you get a few years in, if they're not by then, bro, I don't know what to tell you. It's a <laughs> long life. Um, but yeah, dude, I just I don't know. Like it's just oh my god, we could talk and talk and talk. I'm trying not to talk your ear off. Um <laughs> dude, yeah, we're gonna have to have a part two. So it's oh my gosh, what we should do. Oh my, you know what? Yeah, we're definitely gonna have a part two. And I'm just gonna. There's so many subjects that we can talk about. Part um, two. Yeah, we can do a part two. Like it's, and there's so many Blushing. things. That, yeah, there's so many things that obviously we could talk about. You know what I mean? Because like I just mm-hmm. I feel like there's uh, there's there's woman's perspective that I will never know. You know what I mean? It's just just the yeah. you know the tidbits of advice you just gave you know to my young women that are listening out there and to my young men that that need to be listening. Um. Dude, that was, that's that was huge. I'm about to, I'm, <laughs> girl, when I when I like when I put this up and I just literally put the link in the middle of our our cheer chat. Like, hey, by the way, y'all listen to this, <laughs> Um, but I I think you know I think at the end of the day, man, I, I really feel like you know loving yourself, realizing your worth, realizing what you bring to the table, and and really, really having people that support that. You know what I mean? I think that's that's so that's so super huge. Um, mm-hmm. like. You know, I don't know. I it, it it just feels like, you know, with you, obviously you love yourself, obviously you value yourself, and you know, and you had the support, you know what I mean, from those around you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and people, you know, yeah. people don't know like your your you know, these has the one of the dopest families ever. They're ever. pretty great. They're yeah. pretty great. They're pretty um, great. Um, her sister is love of my life. She, she knows this. <laughs> she knows this. Um, but yeah, man, like I, um, I just, you know, I think anyone that I've ever known, self included, that that has a a very supportive family, that like a family that just has your back. Mm-hmm. You know, you tend to be, you tend to be a little bit more independent. You tend to be a little yeah. bit a little bit more, you know, stronger mentally and things don't necessarily phase you as bad, you know, because you do have somebody that has your back no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we were both fortunate in that we both come from families that, like very, you know, very similar in that. I mean, it's just like, you know what? I mean, it may not be the smartest thing you're choosing to do, but we have your back and whatever you need, we got you. Um, yes. I yeah. just, you know, I, I, again, I, I, I tr- I'm trying not to, you know, just dig, dive deep off into your business but you know I, I i do before we get to your our traditional questions i do want you to talk about a little bit just about that family support like just yeah. about how that how they help you get to where you are right now and then and oh. I swear, i'm out of your i'm out of your hair oh. i'm sorry sorry that's sorry, I'm really sorry. sweet <laughs> no um yes i do have a very supportive family um my parents have been married for um maybe like 42 years now something like that for a long time and I have a sister that's uh, three and a half years older than me. Um, my sister is my ride or die. Like I can tell, she knows all the secrets, all Man. the bad secrets, all the good secrets. She knows everything. She's the best. Uh, she is the best. And she's helped me through everything, all those bad secrets and bad decisions. She's been there helping me through that. And then my parents um, are have always seen more in me than I've seen in myself. And so it's uh, very encouraging and very helpful when, especially when, you know, going into uh, the TV industry, when I did, like it's, 
I mean, it's very competitive and it's very disheartening at times. And so to have that support system was really, was really special. And I mean, even to this day, like when I was contemplating whether or not to stay with the station, my dad was like, no, you got, you got to know what you're worth and you got to stick to that. Don't like, don't let them talk you back into it. Like if you are making that decision, you know, and so they, um, that's where I'm at right now. I'm at my parents' house because they're watching Izzy. <laughs> they're over there somewhere watching <laughs> Izzy and I'm, I'm in, I'm like hiding in the corner over here. But, um, but yes, they've, and I mean, even to that extent, all my extended family, I'm very, very blessed and very fortunate to have a really supportive family, a really great um, support system. Uh, and now with my husband too, he's, you know, number one fan, like you were saying, find someone Already. that's that. Um, but so yes, I'm, and, and I realize how blessed I am with all of that. And I think, you know, if for, if unfortunately you don't have that, then go find it. Like yeah. make, make yourself, yeah. You can make, you can your, make you the make family. family. Yeah, you Absolutely. can pick your family for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, here's my last question. Ooh. Are these the, the tough ones? No, the these are tradition? the tough ones. No, oh, no, okay, no, okay, yeah, okay, this okay. is this okay. one. It says, so, you know, uh, it's not even, it's not even <laughs> fair to even ask. Do it. Could you, could you see yourself going back to TV? Going back, maybe a different station? Yeah. Um, yeah. I could, I could. I'm still, I'm still, and what I think too is important, especially for young ones getting out of college, you're probably not going to jump right into the career you're going to be in for the rest of your life. Right. That's okay. You can be in your thirties and change your career. So that's okay too. And so like right now it's, uh, again, blessed and fortunate to have like even just that little savings, that little cush that I can be here and decide what's next. But TV is not out of the question. I love the job. And I think that, I think I was good at it. So I, I think like, <laughs> I, I think I would get back into TV, but this, this moment for me is also just like exploring all of the wild ideas that I've always had, you know? And so like, for the past week, I'm like, no, you know what? I'm gonna be a pilot. That's what I'm gonna do next. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fly. I've fly looked in, I've literally looked into it. I'm like, man, how many hours do I have to get? If yeah. Josh Volta can do it, I can do it. Oh, <laughs> I'm saying, but that would and be so fire. yeah, I'm just going. I'm going a little wild right now. Not, not counting anything out, and and that includes TV. So who knows? I don't know what's hey. next. I don't know, but something. So proud, of you. I'm so proud of you. All right. Okay. We'll get to these questions. So I'm people super know nervous about this. Don't okay. Don't be nervous. This is yeah. This is the one. This is the one. Um, mm-hmm. so as tradition has it, ladies and gentlemen, you know, I always ask the question who's on your rushmore. Um, for those of my people of my number that aren't in the states, my rushmore is a you know historical monument. Um for historical figures that shaped U.S. history. Um, so a lot of times the term like who's on your rush more like who like are, are four people you know in your life you know that you know or dead or alive that have really shaped who you are that you really look up to whatever what have you. Um, so um, your Mount Rushmore can be anyone. It could be from any walk to life whomever but I asked Denise who is on your Rushmore and why? Okay. In no particular order. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I don't know. <laughs> no, I know. No, okay. So I think in this, you know, some I feel like some of them are probably going to be cliche, but that's all right. First on my Rushmore would be, I think it's important to put Jesus on there. And that might sound cliche, but that's all Can right. Can I tell you, this is the first time someone said Jesus. Really? First. I, I, I mean, you know, I'm a woman of faith and, and I think it's important. Uh, and I will say, like, I think it's important to dive into your faith, um, at any point of your life and, and like, let that, you know, like explore that, whatever it means to you. Like, I think it's important to have faith and a connection to, you know, to 
my God, your God, whoever it is, right? So um, I put Jesus up there. He's always got my back too. Um, And then (laughs) I put, I think I would have to put Selena on there. Oh, Selena. 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 Porque. <laughs> Lo siento muy. Um, no, just because, I mean, she, I like, there were not many mechs. Oh, hold on. Can you see me? Yes, I can. Okay. There were not many Mexican American women that were, you know, doing anything on their own, like making right. their own path and. Selena was one of the first that really did it, you know. So we'll put Selena on up there. Um, I think right now, also in this more moment, I'm going to put Madam Vice President Harris on there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because we can now say Madam Vice President. Adam. That's amazing. And that was very cool to be able to sit with Izzy and be like, Hey, look, right. There's a lady that's vice president. So yes. And then my last one would be my little Izzy. I'd put my little, oh, my daughter's little face up there. You got to, you got to. <laughs> Cause she's just that's so cute. Super cute. Oh my <laughs> gosh. That's, oh, man, that's, that's a good Rushmore. Oh, thank you. I was really nervous about that. Why? Cause. What if like, I answered I wrong? Like, yeah. you can't, it's your it's your answer. Like I need to answer your answer wrong. Man, no, that's that that's sweet. Man. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I I'm still I'm have you still, ever answered this question? Yeah, mine changes all the time. Yeah. All the time. Like, I mean, for me, you know me, I'm so like indecisive. Like, all right, I will live through Mount Rushmore, I have a life from Mount Rushmore, mm-hmm. my faith from mm-hmm. Mount Rushmore. Like I, yeah, man. Like I mean, my all-time Mount Rushmore. I mean, ooh, I would have to say. I mean, oh man, it would probably be my dad, um, my dad, my uncle, my best friend Jay. Um, I don't even know. Like I mean, I should say my mom. <laughs> I should, but probably my sister. I love my mom and death. I just feel like me and my mom are one and the same. And my, I feel like my mom mm-hmm. and my dad are kind of one and the same. But as mm-hmm. far as like people that have just, you know, you know, helped shape me by far. Like, oh yeah, dude. My pops, like, I want to be like him so bad. It's it's ridiculous. And then yeah. you know, my best friend Jay, like, come on, bro. Like, there's not a lot, like I said, there's not a lot of people, like he's more like my brother than anything, but it's not a lot of people that legit see the potential in you like hey no bro we're going to go till you get it right yeah yeah um and you know my uncle like i i i all the game to my uncle number one and <laughs> like i don't know man there's he's the first real like real dude that was my dad and told me straight to my face i love you dog i'm like Whoa. <laughs> um that's a big moment and then it's my sister man like i just yeah. i don't know like i feel like I feel like I feel like she's on the cusp of a breakthrough that even she's not aware of, you know what I mean? And like I just, you know, you know, it you know, I feel like we McLean's are late bloomers. It took me a minute to figure out my potential. And then what I did, I was going, oh, it's a rap. I feel like she's on the cusp of figuring out her potential. I think it's about to be a rap cool. for the game. So I just cool. like, you know, like, I don't know, man. Like this all the time in the world we have, you know what I mean? It's it's the most, you know, I just feel like human beings, we have, you know we are the most precious resource on this earth. You know what I mean? And time is uh, probably the most precious thing that we have. And if we treat it as such, man, it's so much could be accomplished, but we don't, we act like we have forever. It's just so weird. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, man, that, that would be my rush more. Thanks for asking a question. No one ever asked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying about the interviewer becoming the interviewee? I knew it was gonna happen. All right, <laughs> we're down to the last thing. I am so excited for this. This is... uh, So, as tradition has it, ladies and gentlemen, you know I was asked the question, if you were accosted in the alley, gun to your head, and the assailant says, you have 15 seconds 
to sing, rap, chant a song word for word, or you can't make it out of this alley alive, could you do it? Your answer would be? Yes. Yes. Second question the assailant says is, what is your song, chant, whatever going to be? Your answer is? Super bass by Nicki Minaj. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, listen. This is this is not it's not like my favorite song or anything. And I go back and forth on Nikki on my feelings towards her, but this is my karaoke song. And so if I was accosted and I needed words to come out, these are the words that would come out. Well, I am going to set your timer. <laughs> okay. 15 beautiful seconds. Okay. Whenever you're ready, go. This one is the voice with the boomer system, top down AC with the coolest system. When he come up in the club, he be blazing up. Got sacks on deck like he's saving up. And he ill, he real, he might got a deal. He pop bottles and he got the right <laughs> He pull, he dope, he might sell coke. He always in the air, but he never flying coach. He a mother, trip, trip, sailor of a ship, ship. When he make a drip, drip, kiss him on the lip, lip. That's the kind of dude I was looking for. And yes, he gets slapped if you're looking out. <laughs> oh my God, and she did it. You made it. I'm alive. You're, you're alive. <laughs> Denise, I cannot tell you how. I don't even know, man. I just, it really, it really does my heart good to, to see you doing so well. Um, I gotcha. I'm glad you're happy. I am glad more than anything that you're able to look back and be like, I know my worth. You should have known it. Peace. <laughs> like, that's, that's Jerry Maguire. You pulled a Jerry Maguire. <laughs> You know what I mean? So like I, uh, I'm I'm not joking, man. That's inspiring, man. And you know, I think more than, more than anything, man, I think, you know, those those of the number that they're gonna be able to listen to this, those are people that we spread it to. Um, I think a lot of young men and women are gonna be inspired. There's a lot of people right now in jobs that they do not feel like they're being given their, their fair share and or yeah. they're they're being, you know, uh really being acknowledged of their worth. And there's men and women that are in relationships, the same thing. Yeah. You know, Common said it best. For you to grow, he had to go. So why you making him stay? <laughs> and in this case, he is the job. He is yeah. the bad relationship. He is the toxic person that you're with. For you to grow, they got to go. So why you making him stay? Denise, where can you be reached? <laughs> um, I am on social media. Um, I have a, a Facebook page, like, my public Facebook page and then my Twitter and my Instagram are Denise Cabello TV. Fun fact about Cabello. It also means hair. Hey. hey. So uh, Denise Cabello TV. And then when I was uh, at the station uh-huh. during COVID, like during the work from home orders, I, we were making TV from home. So I started putting Izzy in my videos with me and we would do little like science experiments and stuff. And so now we are doing those on YouTube. So you hey. can find my little YouTube page at hey. not an exact science. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> it's fun. That's dope, man. That's me. Thank you so much, man. I'm Thank definitely you. back in touch. Um, Anytime. Thank you so much. You have a great afternoon. I'm going to go to the gym. Me too. Psych. Uh Love you though. Love you. You guys have fun. (laughs) Bye. Bye. All right, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. If you like what you saw, like what you heard. If you're on YouTube, make sure you go like, you comment, subscribe. Make sure you tell as many people as you can. I'm trying to blow this bad boy up. If you're on any of the other forms of media, obviously just make sure you subscribe. Tell as many people as you can. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, if you are in need of coaching, um, clothes, um, nutrition, um, swag, you can always go to my website, ellisonclaim.com, and we will take care of all your needs, right? We got it all. Hey, that's what it's about. Thank you guys so much watching and listening and subscribing and commenting and just making this thing blow up as much as it has been let's keep it rolling appreciate you guys very much